Welcome to the Fantasy Affair. What's up, guys? Real quick before we get started, we were dealing with a little audio difficulty. Uh, Sammy's in PA, snowing crazy. Just wanted to give you all a heads up. Thanks for grinding with us. Just know the best is yet to come, and of course, enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, from the Fantasy Affair podcast family, it's Hot by Happy Hour with the Matt Daddy and your co-host, Sammy G. the snowpocalypse over here in Pennsylvania. I can't stop smoking a cigar, though, for Hat by Happy Hour, so I got to brave the elements. You know how it is. Dude, lighten a fatty with Matt Daddy. Oh, I like it. Oh, yeah. Today, we're going to be talking scoring play celebrations, documentaries, and playoff non-performers. Maybe some guys you should be looking at next year, or maybe you're questioning yourself what to do with these guys. But before we get started, Sammy... Tell me a little bit about your drink and your smoke tonight. What we got? Yeah, so I'm drinking uh, some Pixie Dust uh, New England IPA. It's by Sloop, real good brewery in, uh, in New York. So uh, if you like some, some good IPAs, hit them up. They got a couple different ones. Uh, like I said, I'm drinking the Pixie Dust tonight, but they got a juice bomb, uh, juice box, all kinds of different good ones. So Sloop out of New York, good place to drink. Oh, yum yums. You know what the daddy's drinking. That's right. I got my tall girls. That's Miller Lite. Always and forever. Maddie. Sam, yeah, talk to us about that beautiful cigar you got. Yeah, so I'm drinking a, an Oliva Milano V. I think I was smoking one of those uh, in our previous webcast that we did or, or podcast that we did. So, well, you know, going back to an old reliable. But, uh, again, I want to give a shout-out, like I always do, to my guys over at uh, bestcigarprices.com. Uh, definitely starting to become a, a good pa- partner with us. We talked about a promo code last week, so I'll throw it out there. We did. Uh, got it official. Uh, 10% off any regularly priced item on their online store. Again, that's bestcigarprices.com. And the promo code is Sammy Claus. So if Sammy you're looking for a last minute, if you're looking for a last minute gift for uh for a loved one, jump on uh, bestcigarprices.com and uh, see what you can find. They got everything. Uh, from from, you know, just getting into the uh, the cigar smoking business to uh, you know some some of the refined palates. So check them out. Sammy Claus, ten percent off. Oh, 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 Sammy Claus. Well, Sammy, we have a delicious hot by happy hour tonight, and of course, this wouldn't be here what we got without the fantasy affair. That's right, all our guys. www.ffaffair.com, the website. The articles, the podcast, you name it, we got it. I'd like to talk about all my guys, Britt, Johnny Slokes, Eric Burkholder, the brain baby, King, Brian, our beautiful host, Craig Head, our DFS guy. We could go on and on. Andy, our editor, Brad, always killing it. We got so many high fives and hell raisers. But uh, tonight, let's get this pod started, baby. The pod of thunder. Sammy. We're talking end zone celebration, something everybody loves. Hit me with your first one. My first one, 
comes from uh, about 2009, and it's a uh, it's my boy Golden Tate. I don't know if you guys remember this. It's against Michigan State. It's actually a pretty close game. About five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Michigan State's up a little bit. Uh, I think about four. And uh, and Jimmy Clausen drops back from somewhere between the 30 and 35. I don't remember the exact yard line. And throws a beautiful fade to Golden Tate, who's just flat out. Uh, he's on his horse. He catches it, gets a foot inbounds. But it takes him into the Michigan State marching band, which is about to go out and, and do something for uh, for the end of the game. And Golden Tate just launches and goes straight swan dive into the, into the band. Oh, it is priceless. And, and if you watch it over and over again, you start to pick up some of the funny nuances about that. There's a tuba that goes flying. The, uh, the Sparty, the mascot for Michigan State, he walks over with his hands up shaking his head, looking as, as disappointed as a mascot can, you know, walks over there just like, what is that? What is that? Uh, it is it is fantastic. And, and I sent Maddie at the video. The one that you got to watch oh, yeah. is this one. It, it's got bon, it's set to Bonnie Tyler, Total Eclipse of the Heart. I have no idea why they set it to that, but <laughs> it is hysterical. Go back and watch it. It is it is worth worth the two minutes that you, that'll take you to, to view it and Google it. Sammy. I'm going to tell you something. Last week, you set my ass up. I'm too gullible. So Brian's talking about his bands. You mentioned whatever band you mentioned. I go look it up and listen to it, and I'm like, what is this shit? Sammy got me, but yeah, geez. But, dude, Golden Tate's such a stud. He's been in the league forever. He's battled some injuries and stuff, and he's. I feel like we're always talking about him, either with the Jalen Ramsey beef, this thing going on, everything. How do you not like Golden Tate? Yeah, yeah, and you know, just from a fantasy perspective, I've actually tried to get Golden Tate on my squad for probably the last four years, and he's not that guy you're going to start every week. Right. But he's one of those spot guys that you know, based on buys, injuries, and all that, you could throw him in, and he was guaranteed to get you something. You know, you weren't going to get zero, and uh, you know, Golden Tate was always always worth something. This year, not so much. I think he's thirty one. Yeah, he's, um, you know, he's up there now, but yeah, may, maybe it's it's over for him, especially after getting the Jalen Ramsey beaten. But uh, you know, we never know. Everybody's getting that this year, though, so don't for sure. Long, Golden. Um, I will say, man, the best thing about this pod to me is I get to li- relive the nostalgia, and I found somebody like you, Sammy, who gets into it, who loves kind of reaching back in time and just celebrating greatness and different items. And that's what the hot buy is. It's the best of the best, the cream of the crop. And nobody does it better, Sammy. You're always on fire, and I appreciate you. Salute, brother. Thanks, friend. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I'm going to give you mine. I got two divas. I think we realized this is what celebrations are, these receivers, and they're just – Funny as hell, but I'm going to go with T.O. first. T.O., he's got a multiple list, played for my Cowboys. You remember back in the day he broke out with Steve Young? I'm sure you remember those days. I think it was I do. the Packers and the wild card with the yeah. set. Yeah, and that was one of those. He shows him crying. That Wasn't was, there a post? There was a po- poster out that, that basically won him the game, and he got just absolutely smoked by a safety, and yeah, it comes up <laughs> crying. Yeah, I remember that. Good pull. That, that was the start of the T.O. we now, now know. 
Um, but yeah, kind of bounces around, gets goes to the Eagles. I know I'm just kind of narrating the story right now, but I'm just climaxing you up. But it goes to the Eagles. There's always something with them. The Donovan McNabb thing. Goes to the Super Bowl with like I think it was a shattered ankle. Plays on it. Calls McNabb out basically after the game because he got tired. And to me, that's and threw up and threw up. Yeah, this was just a series of events through To, but to me, just so fucking entertaining. But anyways, the celebrations, man. The one thing I want to say, Sammy, mm. get your popcorn ready. I'm ready, buddy. I'm ready. Oh, the popcorn. Shouldn't have ate a mouthful of popcorn before I talk about To. Tell us about that cigar company again, Sammy, while I'm chewing <laughs> oh, you, popcorn. Oh, yeah, you, you need a little bit of a break there while you munch, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so so one more shout-out to, uh, you know, we already talked about the, the website. Let's talk about the pub. Again, I, I say we probably don't have a lot of local listeners to where I'm at over here in the Scranton-Wilkes-Barre area, but, hey, go hit up the pub if you can. They still got the, uh, the store open. I know we're pretty much in lockdown again with uh, the rising COVID cases up here, but, uh, they're also selling a lot of their beer. This is where I bought the, the pixie dust that I'm drinking tonight. They're selling everything a dollar over wholesale because they're just trying to get rid of their inventory at the pub. So uh, go hit them up. Give them a shout out. The uh, the GM over there is Eric. He's a great guy. So tell him I sent you. Maybe right. he'll give you a free shirt like the promo last week. Like I said, smoke you a fatty with old Matt Daddy. But yeah, T.O., man, he had the Ray, Ray Lewis dance just mocking him. I think that was a Ravens game. He had the popcorn. He sits there and disrespects my Cowboys. Goes that to happened. The star. Not once, but twice. Good thing George Teague lit his ass up. Was it Darren but, Woodson? Was it badass Darren Woodson involved in that too? Mm-hmm. Darren, dude, Cowboys used to be a squad. They were. Man. What happened? Oh, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> you see this, uh, this camera messes me up, but... See who that is? That's Troy Aikman, baby. Stud Muffin. Never heard of him. Yeah, you shouldn't. The uh, best tan on broadcasting booth in general. Hold on, hold on. I got, I got a real quick while you're on Troy Aikman. Something that a lot, not a lot of people know. You know where he went to college? UCLA in Oklahoma. But the funny part about Oklahoma was he got recruited to go there. Not a lot of people remember he was even there. They ran an option offense. Can you imagine Troy Aikman out there running an option offense? No way. What What was he even looking to go there for? If that's the case, like, I don't know. know. Where, where's Where's he originally from? You know? No, no idea. Let's assume Oklahoma, and that makes sense. I do. Like I said, we're we're jumping off topic, but that's what we can do on Hot by a Happy Hour because it's nostalgia, it's fun, uh, and we're talking Hot buys. Troy Aikman's probably the greatest quarterback other than. Tony Romo and Roger Staubach, Quincy Carter. <laughs> Shout out, Quincy. dude. Quincy was my boy, number seven. Anyway, okay, T.O., dude, just <laughs> such a baller. I got beer and popcorn all over my shit. But, uh, dude, the one thing I wanted to say came to my Cowboys. Look at these stats. We were 13. This was the last time we were great. 13 and three, 1,300 yards, 15 touchdowns. That's freaking legit. That is pretty money. Dude, but uh, signing the football on Monday night, 
uh, football, giving it to a fan, the popcorn, the pom-poms with the cheerleader, and fun fact about T.O. and the Maddie Daddy. So before I was living the dream doing this podcast with Sammy G and raising a family in Kentucky, USA, on the bad street, I, uh, I was a bellhop ballet on Hilton, Pensacola Beach, and T.O. stayed there during the T.O. show. So I got to carry a hyperbaric chamber in, and I got to be is- extra on the T.O. show. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Fuck yeah, it is. Maddie, you're, dude, pretty big, you're a pretty big dude. You're a pretty big dude. You carry that hyperbaric chamber in by yourself? Over the shoulder, man. Like a boom. Thanks. That's my boy. <laughs> That's my boy. But, uh, yeah, freaking T.O., dude, one of the goats. Like I said, go back and look at his celebrations and just all the controversy that has surrounded him. But, like I said, get your popcorn ready. Sammy, hit me with that second celebration artist. Yeah, you know, I like to go outside the box, right? So my second one is a uh, from a soccer match. This is Wayne Rooney. Not sure if anybody's going to be familiar with the name. All-time leading goal scorer in Manchester, yeah. who's the, the best team over there in uh, in England, in the English really. And um, they're all leading for England national team. There's a video that came out the day before the match of him boxing in his kitchen. One of his good friends, Bill Bardsley, still the guy still plays, Bill Bardsley plays. Um, okay. They were on different different teams at the time. Bill Bardsley have a name, but Phil Bardsley is him. This shot him dead in the kitchen, just dead he, in his own kitchen, out, just absolutely out. So next day, this video surfaces. I don't know when it was filmed, but it came out the day before the match. It's a really nice run midfield. Uh, beats a couple defenders, slots at home, bottom left, and a really really good goal. And he runs to the court flag, and he throws hands just like Phil Bardsley did, and then he just goes stiff on field and drops on his back in the same back pose. He was in his kitchen. Oh. You got to appreciate a guy. You got to appreciate a guy and go up there and of himself and, uh, you know, kind of enjoy that moment, even if it did come in the best light. So I love that celebration. Yeah. It's, it's hysterical. Go, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, dude, Rooney's – I'm not a soccer fan, and I've heard that name so much. And this offseason, you're taking me to soccer class. You're going to catch me up because I don't know a lot about soccer, and that's one of your passions. So I needed to know about the other football. Yeah, yeah. So since you're going to ask, I'll I'll give you the the best part about soccer is the fans are like SD fans. That's why I enjoy the hell out of it. The fans, when they're allowed in the stadium, are crazy. Singing, they're just not for like sec fans them southern college football fans that's why college football is my favorite football and got pl my favorite type of football football go go you, you got another one maddie oh yeah baby and of course you know me like i said i've grown up on this football thing my second guy Mr. Chad Ocho Cinco Johnson. Kiss the baby. Uh, what's the other one? There was another one. Kiss the baby. I don't Who knows? I think kiss the baby meant F off. Um, 
But yeah, man, he's another one. Oh, I don't know. I don't. And he was, a, I think he got to try out with the soccer team for a while. Um, after his football, he did publicity stunt or what? But no, I think he played soccer back in Miami. If if you remember back in preseason, he kicked for the Bengals, kicked the extra point, missed, but he yeah. kicked the extra point. Yeah. So this guy, dude, just another. It's like To on steroids from a personality standpoint. Uh, this guy had the best celebrations. They called him Ocho Cinco for a reason. He put on the sombrero, get the maracas. He proposed to a cheerleader. He put the infamous Hall of Fame jacket on. And I think that was the one that took the cake. But this guy would just, he talked the talk and he walked the walk. This guy's probably one of the best players. If you go back to the Carson Palmer, Chad Ocho Cinco, TJ Hushmanzada days, Oh, that was a lethal combo. But uh, it was. Some, sto- some stories about Ocho Cinco. I was kind of deep diving last night in the early hours when I couldn't sleep, night terrors. Um, I was reading about him. So he used to call Marvin Lewis in the middle of the night and tell him he was open and hang up. <laughs> Not only that, and this is actually an interesting thing. It's from what I did, I did too much research on it, but he would take Viagra before games because the blood flow. Real deal. I don't know. No. But, and he said he was always because, you know, nobody could stop him. You know, Maddie, I get it. Maddie, I get it. I, I take Viagra before this pod. <laughs> Straight up, baby. For oh, sure. Man. The day I need Viagra is going to be a sad day or a happy day. Who knows? Viagra, we're pitching our ad to you. Uh, yeah, hit, sh- shout out Viagra. Hit us up. Yeah, we're, we're looking for any kind of free money. And if you just want me to warm myself out and talk ads, I can do that all day, baby, with the best of it. Um, dude, listen to all this stuff. Dancing with the Stars, commercials, United Premier Soccer League. That's where he went. Um, professional, professional bull rider. This guy did it all. <laughs> professional, and he ate professional bull riding. The time he was playing. Professional just, bull riding. You said professional bull rider. That's bro. Right. I've been to Miami. That dude hadn't seen a bull. No. In his what? first twenty years of life. With the kiss the baby and all that other stuff. What was that other? You know, if anybody's listening, tell me that other little catchphrase. I'm sure I'll forget. I'll remember. Um. Dude, just just locked and loaded celebrations galore. Even hey, after the cheerleader Miriam, you name it, he did it. Who's your hey, ca- catchphrase? Hold on, real quick. Catchphrase that, that he used to say. Me and my buddies, I know I've, I've shouted out before. Shout out AJ, shout out Rick Sauce, shout Sauce. out Dennis. We uh we used to walk up to each other and say, Smoot, let's go. Smoot, let's go. All the time. If, if you remember back, Fred Smoot was one of the better cornerbacks in the league. He's playing, oh, yeah. Vi- playing for the Vikings. Playing for the Vikings. Yeah, and, oh, and yeah. his his smooth let's go rant the when he was getting interviewed before. Party with the Minnesota uh, it, was, it was awesome. I, I love the smooth let's go line. We used to say it all the time in, in the Navy on the ship. Dude, and uh, if nobody knows this, Sammy G was in the Navy, man. Tell him a little bit about your job, you know, and kind of what you did. Yeah, I was on an uh, aircraft carrier, worked on nuclear reactors. Uh, I was a mechanic uh, for a while, ran, a, uh, ran an engine room, so... You know, pretty sweet job. 
Um, if, if you listen to our family of podcasts, you'll know that we got a couple other Navy guys. Andy right. and Brad were both uh, submarine guys, so you know they like to tell us that we're targets. But you know what? End of the day, I can walk up and I can see the sun, and you can tell we had a gym on the aircraft carriers, and those boys didn't have a gym, so hey, <laughs> we did it. That's right. Uh, so if that's anything, Andy, Brad, step your game up. Let's get some beef on those bones, baby. Um, let's move right into, I know everybody's waiting for that fantasy aspect. Let's talk documentaries, man. I had yesterday off and a little bit of the weekend from fantasy and I was able to watch some Netflix movies, things like that. But I'm interested to hear your documentaries. These could be sports. They could be food. They could be anything you want, Sam. But this is something that you love a hot buy, something you can get these fantasy affairs, something to watch. What do you got? So the first guy, uh, it's going to be, got to clear off. I know I got too much over I'm pretty good. And started this one, and it's coming down good. My shit be wet, and of course my but it doesn't matter. Operation Operation the man. My theme, so there in the east, the mafia, and about a curtain dropped. He had moved to me and came. See, getting fogged up. That's all right. I'll keep him. Uh, you know, he he uh got into like the the, the drug trade, got involved with the uh, the cartel, and and. And the cartel started asking him, can you guys get us arms from the USSR? Can you guys get us helicopters? So they fly over to, to Moscow, and they start talking to people over in Moscow and ask them how much it's going to cost to get a helicopter. And the helicopter, they tell them, is going to cost $500. And they said, "Is so, so that's like to rent one and fly out to where these are all located. They said, no, 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 no. That's $500 a helicopter. They were selling these things for that cheap. What? Yeah, $500 a helicopter. They bought, they, bought, they bought about 100 helicopters. And then they got the bright idea, the cartel does, that they want to start running drugs using a submarine. So they go back to the USSR and they say, hey, we want to buy a submarine. And here's the, here's the, the thing that will sell you on it. You know what the, the, the Russian generals tell them? With or without missiles. Good lord. So so they end up working through a transaction to buy They're a just diesel. Like, take it. They 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 work out a deal to buy a diesel powered submarine. They become arms dealers when uh, initially they were just brokers for the Colombian cartel. It was absolutely crazy. Uh go take a look at it. There's a a, a plot twist there at the end that's going to make you laugh your ass off. It's a great doc. Operation Odessa is what it's called. Dude. To get involved in the drug trade and then, uh, you know, just how do you get out? I'll be honest. So I've been watching all these movies where it's uh, bank robberies and dirty cops and all this. So my ass is at the stop sign in my town. And I was like, man, I wonder there's a Dollar General sitting around right by me. I was like, I wonder if somebody asked me to transfer drugs from one side of town to the other from, for $50,000. 
put you on the spot like that, how tough that would be. You, you think about it, you wouldn't do it, but you know, the morals would, <laughs> Sammy, no, no. Uh, yeah, just dude, that lifestyle, just, I'm not ballsy enough to go in deep, but, uh, yeah. Check, oh, check, yeah. check out, the, check out the doc, Maddie. You'll enjoy oh, yeah. the hell out of it. It is oh, an yeah. interesting, interesting watch. Dude, I'm ready. I'm ready uh, to dive into a little Netflix, a little whatever. What is it on? Is it on Netflix? Nef- you- yeah, I think it, I think it's Netflix. Um, I mean, you can, Odessa? yeah, you can just Google it and find it. Okay. Well, Sammy, I'm gonna tell you my first one. I'm not trying to get you wet or anything, but the Maddie Daddy's a huge wrestling fan. Always have been. Always will be. Not as much nowadays as I was back in the day, but Wrestling with Shadows. This was 1998. It's a wrestling documentary, basically covering Bret Hart's last six months in the WWF. You know who Bret Hart is? Oh, I do. I do. Best there was, best there is, best there ever will be or whatever. The Hitman. Oh, you know what I mean. But, uh, yeah, so Bret Hart, during the 90s after Hogan, he was... The man in WWE. I still rank top three, not top three in personality, but technical wrestling skills, which wrestling is fake, but it's real at the same time. They're putting their body through a lot of shit. Uh, Brett, yeah, they are. Yeah, so basically it's called, it basically covers, he gets a 20-year deal from Vince McMahon. They take them, they revoke it because Ted Turner's beating his ass, which is WCW. 83 weeks, WCW kicked WWF's ass. Hey, so, hey, hey can, 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 can I interrupt you real quick? I would love for you to. Isn't he involved in the Montreal screw job? Is that what this is about? Yes, sir. All right. I just wanted I just wanted to show oh, yeah. I wasn't completely incompetent when it came to wrestling. Also, like I said, anybody on Twitter, Facebook that wants to talk wrestling with the Maddie Daddy, hit me up. I am begging to do a wrestling podcast eventually. Maybe not under the fantasy affair. This is some uh, underground stooge shit. But wrestling is my bread and butter. Not so much now, like I said, but hey, it's when the it's like when the lead guy of the band breaks out on his own and kind of does a couple couple side projects. That's what you're looking yeah, for, right? Yeah, little little yum yums on the side. Not not all you fantasy freaks love the yum yums of wrestling. But, uh, yeah, so basically this covers all this. Stone Cold got big. They didn't need Bret Hart. Vince McMahon said, go get your money with WCW. I'm telling you way too much of this. Go watch it. Montreal Screwjob. Basically what happened is Vince McMahon screwed Bret Hart, told him one thing, ended it with a different. He didn't get his title and blah, blah, blah. But, uh, yeah, go watch Wrestling with Shadows. I don't want to ruin it for anybody. But 1998. Sammy, I don't want to bore people. What's next, baby? Uh, that's the only two celebrations I looked up. The uh, the only other one I'd shut out very briefly is Joe Horn. Remember when he stuck that cell phone uh, yeah. into the goalpost and he pulled it out and, and he acted like he was making a call? That was one of the all-time greatest because you know he had to plan that well before the game started. And he got a phone deal. But uh, did you get a new do- another documentary while we're at it? Oh shit! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got ADD out. I'm still trying to get my 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 uh my shit working. No, I I, I uh I'll give a quick shout out to Don't Fuck with Cats. Oh no 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 no! Oh my god! Don't watch that shit. Come no, on, that man. shit. 
that shit is absurd. Like, that's no, one of the... Dude. If you want to understand the psyche of some fucked Weird. up people, everybody across the board, it's it's entertaining. I wouldn't call it... I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it great. I wouldn't call it good. I probably should have done my other one on, on uh, the Tiger King, but... Yeah, don't fuck with, now we're talking. Don't Can't fuck with... Fucking basket, motherfuckers. Don't fuck with, don't fuck with cats is kind of the same type of thing where you're like, all these people are fucking yeah. crazy. It's a circus, dude. But, but but the thing I take away from Don't Fuck With Cats is how those people were able to track that guy down. That's some scary shit. And, and it, it teaches you, like, timestamps on on, on um, video or, or on photos. People can figure that shit out just by looking at what you post online. It's dude, a, I see the address above your door right there. I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think anybody wants to track Sammy down and try it. Not in the next, not in the next couple of days, man. It's too much snow. You're not gonna get here. Uh, you'll, I know I can't drive in the snow. Um, well, I'm gonna go with the one everybody knows. Jordan, the last dance, the Chicago Bulls, six titles in '91 uh, and '98, and just the whole craziness of the last year. To me, Jordan was one of those that I was a little too young to kind of witness greatness, like we have with. Kobe, LeBron, Shaq, all those guys, but Jordan, man, dude, just what he did and just, he was such a lethal killer. Then the whole fiasco with Pippen signing like a seven-year deal under like a terrible contract just so he could take care of his brother and his dad who were Boy, that's wheel, his, wheelchair that's bound. His, and that's his, that's his bad though. You know, I don't, I don't normally sign with owners, but come on, bro. That's yeah, on you. Seven years, eighteen million, and like the salary cap like tripled in the next two years. Still, still making money, but uh, golly, dude. just just that whole thing, and then the GM, the GM. Uh, I have his name written down. Jerry Krause. Jerry Krause. Jerry Krause, dude. Just the stuff he, the beef he had with Jordan and Phil Jackson. And then the Tony Cook coach beef with MJ and Pippen. Like I never knew that. I knew Tony Kukoc was a stud. You see Steve Kerr during his playing days before he became, you know, a, a coach for the Warriors. Um, and then what was the last thing I was going to say? Dennis Rodman, dude. How about Dennis Rodman? My favorite moment of the of the pod. This is te- or not pod documentary. It's terrible. You know what I see the Bulls drinking the whole pod, the whole Netflix thing. Miller I did, I did, I noticed it. And you notice, uh, Dennis Rodman chugging a Miller Lite and it takes off on his Harley. Like such a bad man. Don't drink and drive. Trust me. Stay at home. Have a few drinks. Be quiet. But uh, dude, hey, not the last. Not, not that it's okay anytime. Mm-mm. But but bro, just for self preservation. Don't drink and drive on a motorcycle. I mean, come on. Rodzilla, man. Like, what a character. The hair back in the day. Dude, you know how many rebounds he got in a single year? 19 a game. That's crazy. 19 a game, dude. Just I was kicking the cameraman. Rodman was a man. I want to almost go back and just watch him or see the 30 for 30 on Rodzilla. Carmen Electra, swing. Yo, I don't. I wouldn't need the Viagra for that, buddy. <laughs> Dude, uh, yeah, those are my documentaries. Anything else you got for him, Sammy? Or you, you want to? Uh, Tiger King, we can briefly talk about. Um, kind of the hit of this COVID era. I watched it. 
it was catchy. It was funny, but it's crazy. Just, just a weird life those dudes lived. Oh yeah, and, and, and the star of the show to me is the girl in like the first or second episode that gets her arm ripped off. And did they say she was back at work in like four days? What are you doing? She got her arm ripped. She got her arm ripped off. Like that's a trooper. You want to be in a foxhole with that girl for sure. Oh yeah, They're just I could never imagine even feeding a tiger. I would definitely be. I can see how you can get on a power trip though. Let's talk fantasy football, man. That's why we're here. That's why the fantasy affair was created. Um, we're going to talk about playoff disappointments, playoff non-performers. These are fantasy players that maybe have costed us some issues. Let's talk about what we see going forward, everything in between. Hit me with your first one, and then I'll go. All right, uh, first one, Carson Wentz. Everybody kind of thinks that Carson Wentz is going to be the quarterback that he was in uh, 2017. So so uh, let me preface all this. I don't have my notes in front of me anymore. Tablet done for. I think we've turned to rain instead of <laughs> snow. So it's it's pretty tough out here right now. But I'm th- life, Sammy. Hey, I'm braving it. So, uh, you know, Carson Wentz, he's quarterback on a, a per-game basis, quarterback two back in 2017. 2018, 2019, he was right around 15th-ish. So everybody kind of expected him at some point to get back to that QB2 range. And, um, you know, he struggled for a couple years. And the same thought process coming into this year. He's got some serious, serious issues with mechanics, though. And I tell a lot of people up here where I live, because there's a lot of Eagles fans, you know, his biggest problem is that offensive line. That offensive line is decimated with injuries. It wasn't good to start the season. And he's throwing off his back foot. If you watch Eagles games, like I end up having to quite a bit up here, (laughs) he – he throws off that back foot because he is bailing when there's not even any pressure. So watch his final ball. His his ball sails. He can't step into it, get the hips involved, get the hand up, uh, bring that ball down and get the point to, to go down and hit his receiver. It completely screws his accuracy, uh, especially in the red zone when everything's tighter. If you watch, he throws out of the back of the end zone quite a bit. And it's, again, because he's bailing out. So, you know, Carson Wentz, he, he got benched this last week. Some people might have been banking on him, uh, at least as a super flex type. Uh, maybe not as your starter. But where do we think we're going with Jalen Hurts? Is Jalen Hurts oh. going to be the answer? Because Jalen Jalen Hurts, he's he's more mobile, so it makes more sense why he was more productive behind that crappy offensive line. But what's going to happen moving forward? Where's Wentz going? How are they going to move that contract? Who's going to be the guy in Philly moving forward? A lot, lot of questions. A lot of questions right now. If you're a Wentz owner, owner, what are you doing in Dynasty? Like this guy was an MVP. He has he's he's been as shitty as his he's played. He's still fantasy relevant. But we've seen in the past the Jameis Winston's, the guys like that. Just because they're good in fantasy doesn't mean they're going to be a starter in the NFL. So where where are you? What are you doing with you're the Wentz owner? He's your number one quarterback in dynasty on your team. What are you doing with him? Well, uh, let me let me go the op- opposite way. I'm actually trying to buy Wentz. Okay. I'm trying to I'm trying to buy Wentz, and I'm trying to throw something like a, a a late second or a third rounder at it because I think there's upside. I think there's potential for him to maybe find a better fit somewhere else because what he's got his problems stem from the offensive line 
and his mechanics, what he's doing when he's throwing the ball. The mechanics are fixable, and I, I think they're completely related. So you fix the offensive line or you, you put him behind a competent offensive line, I think he can get back to some type of fantasy relevance. Okay. Tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me, tell me what you think. Oh, I don't know what to think, man. I uh, I bought him in a league where when he started shitting the bed at the beginning of the year, and I sold him right before the cutoff. Uh, <laughs> uh, Nick is leaving some comments here. If he's your number one losing, probably. That's why I'm doing it, <laughs> if he's your number one. You're, yeah, you're pissed if he's your number one. Shout out to Nate, man. Him and his wife are running a great site. Uh, the In Between Fantasy Football Podcast, they have, I think it's IDM Media. Great pod. Uh, to me, I love fantasy. I know some people are hardcore, but I like hearing about other stuff. Nate had just wrote, I think it was a waivers, where he talked about raising a child. And just, you know, little stuff. That's what the daddy likes. But, yeah, if I have wins, I am definitely panicking right now. I'm not, I'm not selling cheap, but... What do you think you can get for wins? I'm not. I'm not keeping. I'm not taking that. I was buying Cam Newton last year because he was a hell of a lot cheaper. But I think. I think the wins owner is going to want still too much. Yeah. That, so. So I offered. I offered a third. IBT meeting. Excuse me. I. I offered the. Uh, I offered the third in the league that you and I are in together, and the guy just immediately declined it. No. Well, no course, counter. Yeah. I was willing to, to to talk to him, but he didn't even want to discuss. So. We'll see where we go. And the biggest hindrance right now is you don't know what's going to happen. He's got that contract. It's going to be hard to move. You know, and if you're, if you're a GM, you look at a position and base the amount of money that you spend at the position on the total value, the total number that you've got tied up in it. So if Wentz is a high number and Hertz is a low number, they may be – they may be happy to just sit there and, and, and ride with Wentz as a backup moving forward. I, I don't know. But I got this feeling, man, I, I really do, that, that Wentz could be a decent, a serviceable quarterback, especially in a super flex league. It might be an opportunity to buy low moving forward. Dude, I don't know how much Rivers has left, but could you imagine Wentz on the Colts? I know I've heard it from other people and other stuff. That seems like, you know, the move to make if you're the Colts. We'll see how Rivers works. But, yeah, man, Wentz is tricky. He is right there in that off-season quarterback shuffle. Like, if you're looking for an upgrade, you know, what do you, what do you have here? Do you take the chance to – I think you'll have to give up a second and a player. If you're uh, not. That's not worth it then. I don't think that's worth it. I think I think you need to just target a super buy low. If you can, if you can get somebody to bite on a super buy low, I think you've made a good deal. I don't know if I'd do a second in a player, though. Nate, and, uh, looks like Jim saying here that uh, Dalton and Wentz need to move on. I swear to God, right now, if the Cowboys do not re-sign Dak Prescott, I will break something. Not even joking. Uh, but, yeah, I'll go with my first, my first one. Been a disappointment, I think, more because the injury in the last game he played. Matty Stafford. Um, Stafford is one of those guys. He's been consistent. I think now is your chance to buy low. You use everything we've, all the crap we've heard about him to your advantage. You talk about the rib injury. You talk about eight games, 13 games, how he has, you know, you don't you spin it to the point that you get Stafford cheap. 
Um, to me, this guy is a stud. His cap hits too high if they try to move him. I think he's with the Lions. He's got Swift. I think they re-signed Galladay. I mean, you could bring back Marvin Jones for cheap. I think this is a good team. Hawkinson, man, I could go on and on, but I'm buying into the Lions right now. doesn't matter who it is. Whatever coach they have will be better than Matt Patricia and his Adrian Peterson, Carrion Johnson, timeshare with Swift. Go buy Matthew Stafford. He is a stud. Yeah, the injury is scary, but I think the Lions will draft an offensive lineman. Shout out to Berkey, big Lions fan. Um, but yeah, Matt Stafford, man, what do you think about Matt Stafford? Be I own you. Matt. I own Matt Stafford in a dynasty league. I'm not selling him. I think I think Matt Stafford will end up doing some decent things. Man, uh, Stafford, jeez. So here I am with all these stories from the Hilton Pensacola Beach. Matt Stafford. I am a Georgia Bulldog. Back in the day when I was in the college, Georgia was my squad. And Matt Stafford comes to the Hilton Pensacola Beach. The only player I've ever asked for a, a picture with. I go to the car, I grab my Georgia hat, put it on. Me and Stafford taking a picture. I put his ass in a chokehold, take him down. No, not really. But he beat my ass. But Stafford, dude. Oh, he's like 6'4". And, and his wife seems a little bit too controlling. But you didn't, hear, you didn't hear me say that. If she calls me out on it, you know, look, I'm going to curl up like a ball. But, yeah, dude, Stafford, hit me with another one. Who's your second playoff, you know, Florida, Florida State shout out. Stafford's dad played at Florida State. Everybody expected him to go to Florida State. And uh, they really? didn't really recruit they didn't recruit him as hard as they probably should have. Uh, obviously wow. based on the fact that he ended up being the number one overall pick. But yeah, his father was a Florida State alum. Played played for Bobby Bell. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know that at all. But that's why dude, Sammy, that FSU knowledge. Well hit us up about another Florida boy. Yeah, so the, the last one I want to talk about, I shouted him out a couple weeks ago uh, as somebody who made me a playoff playoff buy was Miles Gaskin, and nobody expected the, the COVID situation to, to rear its head. So, you know, it's it's one of those things we had to deal with, obviously, this year. So um, I won't count it as a complete miss, but uh, it still kind of sucks that, that somebody I expected to do some decent things coming back from injury is now gone for a while. But and, uh, you got him off waivers probably, right? You could you could potentially get him off waivers, but I, I don't know what he's gonna do for you. They say that he's gonna he was out this last week, happened late last week. He was he was out on Sunday. They expect him to be out again next week. Uh, I guess he's legit got symptoms, so um, not a good situation for him. And where are they at right now in running back? They got Matt Breida also has has a COVID situation. They've got um, Ahmed who's got a shoulder issue. Dude, Lynn Bowden, man. And the thing that concerns me with Miles Gaskin, the thing that concerns me is where are we going to go from here? Where right. Where is Miles Gaskin going to be next year? There's so many free agents that are available. Uh, if, if you follow us on Twitter, Brad and I had a very brief back and forth about Chris Carson and, and James Conner, both of them being free agents. You've got Aaron Jones, free oh. agent. 
you uh, Todd Gurley, that list of decent running backs that are free agents. Where's Leave Miles Gas? What's he going to do? Is he going to be the lead? Out of questions there. But so as far as the dynasty ads, dynasty aspect. Sorry, that was the second beer going down. Um, Gaskin. So he he has shown flashes of uh, high end RB two this year when he plays. So in a dynasty aspect, what do you what are you doing? Are you buying? Are you selling? What's what's the move here? I want to. I want to. I say move them on. Yeah, you don't take. I feel like this is kind of like the wins thing. It's like a 50-50 You could hit, but I think the Gaskin owner is going to want too much. I don't think you're going to get them for a third and a player. I think they're going to want a second and a player. You know, to me, it's not the risk. It's not worth the biscuit. Uh, I'll hit you with my second one though. My second one. This one seems like a hot buy. Yeah, hey, Matt, Maddie, I, I lost you there for a minute, but but let me let me follow on. I don't know what you said, but I kind of I kind of see Miles Gaskin ending up being in one of those Naheem Naheem Hines roles where you know you you got who you expect to be a lead back there in Jonathan Taylor at, at, at Indy, and I think he's going to fill kind of that that spot third down that second and long type and you're just going to see him more as a pass catcher moving forward and so he's you know, not going to have a big enough role to you know I will say after this year I've always been a pass down back guy I've been a Cohen fan I've been a Hines a White I think this year kind yeah, of I love broke, broke me of that I just love James White I'm with you oh. I've loved James White in the past but you can't love any of the Patriots right now I mean look at that it's Cam Newton and Cam's half and half. Um, but yeah, man, I'm I'm done with pass catching backs. That's been my kind of toot to my horn the last couple of years, and it just it feels so boomer bust with like a hind still. That's been my biggest problem. But I'm gonna hit you with my last one, dude. I think this is the buy of the night. This is somebody who's disappointed, but dude, he is so good. DJ Chark, do, 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 do. yeah, you know that one. Uh, DJ Chark, man, preseason, I did my rankings. Wide receiver 19. Not bad, not great, but still solid. You get Gardner, you get James Robinson. He had some good games early on. He kind of tanks on the season. I think he's like wide receiver 42. So now's your chance to buy, man. I think if Trevor Lawrence goes there, if they fire their coach, they bring in somebody else. This guy could be a high end too. Wide receiver 14 two years ago or a year ago. Somebody, you know, maybe he might be screaming yum yums in the future, Sammy. Yeah, I like DJ Park. So so one thing I want to correct you on, don't just look at Trevor Lawrence because they're gonna get one, probably two, because the Jets are that bad. And I think Justin Fields is he's he's not the same type of quarterback as Trevor Lawrence, but Justin Fields is a monster at Ohio State. He was he was good oh, yeah. for Georgia in, in some spot starts. His uh true freshman year. I'm sure you watched him as a Georgia fan. Um the, the guy's a good, good quarterback. I think he oh, made sure. I think if, if you look at recruit rankings, 
like I've told you guys before, I'm a, I'm a huge college fan, follow recruiting. Uh, Justin Fields shot up the boards faster than anybody in the history of 247 sports recruit rankings. He just he went from almost a uh, um, unknown commodity to the number two player in the country over the course of about nine months. The guy is really, really good, really good. And he's got wheels. Uh, Trevor Lawrence can run the ball, but he's, he's still a bigger guy. He's kind of more of that Herbert style where, uh, you know, Justin Fields, I'm not going to compare him to like a Kyler Murray, but a, a Watson. Deshaun Watson might be a better comparison. Dude, he's be got sexy. If he's got to tuck it and go, he can. And he's going to be able to make some things happen in an offense wherever he goes. So first shout out, you know, don't don't just assume Trevor Lawrence. And I don't want you to think if, if Trevor doesn't go there, DJ Chark isn't going to make a difference. Secondly, they're going to need a, a number one wideout, regardless of who's throwing the ball, right? Whether it's Gardner, whether it ends up being Mike Glennon for some unknown reason, or Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence. So DJ Chark is, is, is really good. And, and, and I hadn't actually realized what you just said about the uh, 42nd. That is a very, very solid guy to target right now to, oh, yeah. to set yourself up for next year. So, so good shout out. I like it. Dude, uh, last, like, li- listen to this. Week 11, eight points. This is full PPR, of course. Um, week 12, didn't play. Week 13, six points. Week 14, three points. Just another way you can spin something to your advantage. I'd be going after DJ Chark yep. everywhere. Because the price you're paying is cheap. And it's all about buying low and then selling high. But this is a guy 24 years old. He got to sit his first year from LSU. Blah, 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 blah. Go buy DJ Chark. Sammy, what do you pay? I'm asking for, I'm going to, we're just doing trade scenarios. DJ Chark, what are you willing to give up? Will you give up Gallup in a second? I think I would. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, Gallup is the number three. Yeah. And I look as simple as being you're giving up a second. You're going to start Gallup anyway. Yeah, I think my biggest thing right now. People are obsessed with upside, and that's great. But if the situation isn't there, the upside can only do so much. And that's that's my only problem with a lot of these players. Like, everybody can play in the NFL. These are all grown men, and situation to me is king. Like I said, talent usually pr- proves itself. But, yeah, man, hot by, hot by happy hour. We're right under an hour. Um, before we get out of here, I want to – one more question. Tell me about that cigar one more time. At bestcigars.com, code Stanicles, you can get anything that uh, you would that you pick up to get a cigar. So then I actually went through their here yesterday, check the cigar. It is massive, and they're talking about expanding. Now they had 20 small stock that they had boxes, so anything that you can imagine, anything from an acid, which is um, kind of a cigar, to some of the other stuff that I really like in the Levo Blonde movie. Um, and for me, I'm talking about here, you know, the hot brand stuff. 
Hit up Facebook. Promo code 10% off and ship out anywhere in the country. Oh, oh! Well, before we get out of here, Sammy, I want to give a shout out to you for kicking ass and taking names like you do every Wednesday. We need you on that Rookie Fever podcast. Hit Sandy. Y'all will go back and forth with some fantasy knowledge and some Rookie Fever. Uh, you can find me on the Monday pod where we just talk shop. You can find Andy, editor, marriage or mistress. He's always kicking ass and taking names. Of course, I talk up my boy Berkey. Berkey's been here thick and thin. He's been reliable, consistent, everything you want in a fantasy analyst. You can find him on the nightcap. The Monday Nighter, the locker room, um, Johnny Slopes hitting that website and hitting it hard. There's so many guys I want to thank. Brian Craighead, blah 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 blah. Brian, our host. I can keep going on and on. Go check out the website www.ffair.com. Um, I'm the Maddie Daddy at 2652. Sammy, get us out of here. Dominate life. Dominate life. Oh, oh. oh life could be a dream. If I could take you up in paradise up above If you would tell me I'm the only one that you love Life could be a dream, sweetheart Hello, hello again Shaboom, and welcome to meet again Oh, life could be a dream If only all my precious plans would come true If you would let me spend my whole life loving you Life could be a dream, sweetheart now every time I look at you, something is on my mind. If you do what I want you to, baby, we'd be so fine. Oh, life could be a dream. If I could take you up in paradise up above. If you would tell me I'm the only one that you love. Life could be a dream, sweetheart.